0: Dr. Fresco. Welcome to Food Integrity Now. Thank you, Carol. Really excited to be here. Well, I'm so excited to finally get to interview you. And I'm just really, really loving some of the products that uh, biobotanical research has created. And I just want to share this information with our listeners. So I did talk a little bit about you from your bio but can you just give us a little bit more of your background before we start talking about biocidin?
1: Sure. So my history was uh, an interest in integrative and holistic medicine, and I ended up going to acupuncture school. And I also went to the Women's School of Herbology in New York City back in the early 80s. So I always was interested in Um, I had my own personal health journey as well. When I was 19, I had um, gotten a pap smear that had come back with dysplasia, and it was quite severe, and the doctor wanted to basically take out my cervix, and at 19 years old, that seemed...
0: Oh.
1: So I was talking to a friend of mine um, who was who was a healer. And he said, you know, why don't you try acupuncture? And so that's what led me to go to acupuncture. And she took my pulse and she said, Oh, you have this blood stagnation problem. I'm like, whatever that is, can you fix it? And she's like, yes, come in twice a week for six weeks. And so I did. And, and when I finished the treatment course of acupuncture, I went back and, and got another pap smear and it was negative. And so then I went back to the doctor's offices who had scheduled me for the surgery and he ran another pap and it was still negative. And so he couldn't figure it out. He goes, how could you go from a class four pap to negative? And I said, well, I did acupuncture. And he was angry that I got better from acupuncture and told me to get the hell out of his office. And oh my goodness. That was enough right there to set me on my course. It's like, how many people could be helped with you know these simple alternative methods, and so so I went to acupuncture school, and then when I was at acupuncture school, I was working at a Chinese herb company, and we had doctors from the Bay Area calling with patients with opportunistic infections. Many of these were AIDS patients, and this was before there were any AIDS drugs, and these people were getting diarrheal diseases and thrush in the mouth and really, really having a hard time, and I knew from my work in veterinary acupuncture with animals that there were some herbs that were working really well on difficult infections. And so I sent the formulas I'd been working with up to these doctors and they were really helping the patients. And one of those doctors sent the sample to Great Smokies Diagnostic Labs, which is now called Genova Diagnostics. And the owner of the lab called me up out of the blue and he's like, I don't know who you are or what this is, but it kills everything. And I'm like, well, is that good? And he's like, well, yes, we want to put it on our panel. And so he explained to me what the comprehensive digestive stool analysis, which is called the CDSA panel was, and that how they would use various candidate substances like an herb formula or like a drug therapy to test to see what's going to work on a particular person's yeast or bacterial overgrowth problem. And our formula was working across the board. And so they wanted to recommend it on the, the panel and they did. So for about six years, 250,000 patients, samples went through the lab and every single time the biocidin formula was the most highly sensitive or you know, the, the best candidate. And so many, many doctors heard about it. And that's how I ended up starting the company. Basically there was just a demand. And at the time I was bottling the stuff on my kitchen table you know, it's crazy.
0: Well, that is amazing. So you're
1: you're talking about the biocidin formula. Right, the Biosiden formula. And then from
0: there, you know, with the Biosiden being sort of a broad spectrum herbal supplement. Let's talk about that for a minute, because, uh, you know, you, you were talking about how it kills everything. And let's put it in a little bit more of a context. Okay. And when you say it kills everything, uh, what are we talking about? Well, in the,
1: what, what he was talking about in terms of testing on, in that lab was he was looking at yeast and bacteria. So things like candida, intestinal bacteria like Klebsiella or Costridia, E. coli. Um, so he was looking specifically at intestinal bacteria okay. and fungus. And so indeed, it does seem to be a very helpful supplement um, when addressing those kinds of gastrointestinal overgrowths.
0: Wow! Um, We just look at everybody's gut today. Yeah, exactly. Many, many,
1: many, and and it's not just the gut. And we're gonna we'll talk about that later if if you like in terms of oral infection. But the entire GI tract from the mouth on down, um, you know, is a host to such a huge number of microbes. And when those get out of balance, then the bad players can have more of a chance to grow. You know how it is like if you, if you dig up the dirt in the yard and you kill all the the normal grass and things that are living there, what's the first thing that comes back? It's like some noxious weed. And, and it's kind of like that in our gut too. So, you know, in our diet, um, because we take antibiotics, because we, we have chlorine in our water, because there are things in our food supply that are unhealthy to our gut we've basically created um, a circumstance where we're more challenged than maybe we would have been in ancient times. I mean, they've even shown that hunter-gatherer societies today have a huge amount more uh, beneficial microorganisms and a huge amount more diversity of microorganisms in their gut than we do today. And then, of course, on top of that all, you've got 50% of the people being born by C-section. So they're not even getting the normal vaginal floral introduction in the beginning of their life. And so the the kids start off with, you know, a deficit of beneficial flora and that makes it even easier for the bad players to grow.
0: So the biocidin formula has been around for how long?
1: 30 years. This year is our 30th anniversary.
0: Uh, And, when I first heard you being interviewed by Dr. Tom O'Brien, and he talked about how he had been using this formula for almost 30 years, I just thought, why haven't I heard of this? And why don't my friends, my foodie friends who are, you know, nutritionists and, and do similar work to that I do, why don't they know about this?
1: Yeah, why don't they? Well, I think probably because the initial group of doctors that was using biocidin were MDs and some N.D.s, but they were doctors that were doing lab testing. So they knew from the lab tests that their patient might have a, a fungus or a bacteria and that the biocidin was a good candidate substance. So they may have heard about it that way. But do you remember Dr. William Crook back in the day? I mean, he wrote about it in his book. Um, mm, Dr, wow. Dr. William Shaw wrote about it in his autism book. You know, many people have talked about it, and written about it over the years, but you know, it is an herb supplement. It's, it's not a medication that we can make medical claims for. So it's not like we can, you know, promote it in that way. And I think that makes it harder for people to find too. But when, once people start using it in their practice, they're just blown away. They're like, oh my gosh, You know, I I used to have such a hard time dealing with this for my patients um, when they come in with bloating and and things like small intestine bowel overgrowth or um, other problems and, and other recurrent kinds of problems related to imbalances of ecology, whether that's in the urinary tract or other places. And the biocidin is really a great help in normalizing these ecologies.
0: Okay, so if a patient comes in and presents that they're thinking they have some form of leaky gut and maybe they've even had some testing that shows that is the case, you would start out by telling them uh, about biocidin. Can you just kind of walk us through that?
1: Right, so what I would do is kind of a baseline approach with anybody. It really doesn't matter what condition they walk in with. If you just need to do a baseline balance of their gut, obviously you need to get their diet um, straightened out and you know possibly they need to be on a very anti-inflammatory type of diet initially to reduce the inflammation in the gut. And then the biocidin can be used to help balance the intestinal ecology. We also use something called GI detox plus, which helps to pull out and mop up the toxins because the biocidin will break down the biofilms, which are the coatings that these bacteria and yeast produce that protect them from detection. And so you've got to get out these fragments of the biofilms because these fragments have endotoxins like LPS that cause inflammation. So you've got to not only get rid of the bad players in the gut, but you've got to pull out the toxins too. And then you want to Calm down inflammation in the gut and reestablish the beneficial flora. And so, for that, we use something called ProFlora4R. And so, those three things are kind of the linchpin of any protocol. Um, it doesn't matter what you're going after um, to reduce the pathogen load, to pull out toxins, and to restore the integrity of the intestinal lining and and restore the beneficial organisms. And so those three things come in our BioClear kit. It's a little three item kit and it's discounted when you buy it that way by 15%. So it's a little more affordable for people. So I recommend the BioClear kit. And you'll notice on our website that there are several different formats of the biocidin depending on what you're um, addressing. So if you're just addressing the gut, the biocidin drops are perfect. And one bottle lasts about six weeks, so it's pretty cost effective. You start with just one drop uh, a day or up to three times a day if you're feeling strong. And if you notice that you're getting any kind of die-off reaction or Herxheimer's reaction, which is a reaction where you feel more tired, you might have more digestive symptoms, Um, you might get a headache, you might feel dizzy. Anything like that is a sign that your body is detoxifying and dealing with the breakdown of these uh, unfriendly players and you just don't want to increase the amount of biocidin you're using until those um, detoxification symptoms have cleared. And of course, the GI detox is gonna go a long way in helping with this, so you're gonna take that an hour after the biocidin on an empty stomach. Because the GI detox is a binder it'll bind anything that's there. So you don't wanna use GI detox with food or other supplements or medications. You wanna use it by itself with a big glass of water, say in between meals. So to make it easy, we have people take the biocidin before meals and then the GI detox in between meals. And then the Proflora 4R you can take with the biocidin or you can take it at bedtime. The nice thing about the spore forming probiotics that are in the Proflora is, is that they're not killed by stomach acid, they're not killed by antimicrobial herbs like biocidin. So you can really pretty much take those anytime. So it's pretty simple. And you gradually increase per your tolerance. So for some people, they could increase up to 12 or 15 drops of biocidin a day within a week or two. But other people who are super sensitive, you know, it could take a month. And so there's no right or wrong. It's just based on someone's own tolerance and, and the state that they're in at the time.
0: And you'll know if you're taking too much because you will probably create that, that feeling, that die-off feeling that you were describing. Exactly. Otherwise known as the Herxheimer's reaction. Um, I also wanted to go back a little bit to biofilms because a lot of people really don't understand exactly what a biofilm is and how that can Interfere with uh, certain conditions. I know I uh, years ago I had Lyme disease, which I've healed, but the, I had never heard that word, biofilms. But I know now that I understand more about it that the spirochete had a biofilm around it, which it, literally it could hide. Right. Yeah, it's like a stealth cloaking device that bacteria and
1: parasites and even viruses. Um and funguses produce, and what the biofilm is, it's like a polymeric coating. And it is, it makes infections 5,000 times more resistant to treatment by regular methods. Wow. I didn't
0: know it was that much.
1: It's that high. So, and biofilms can form within as little as two weeks after the onset of an infection. Because these bacteria don't just swim around by themselves in our body, like on a Petri dish. They gather together and they form these communities with other organisms too. So you've got perhaps anaerobic, aerobic bacteria. You might get some fungus in there, you know, metals. They kind of create their own little city. In fact, the guy who invented the microscope, his name was Anton van Leeuwenhoek. He was a Dutch man. And he first thing he saw on his microscope that he invented was the plaque from his teeth and the plaque in your teeth is biofilm. And he said that there were cities and he called these biofilms animaculae, And so he, his, his understanding was that bacteria lived in this, this way, but later on, science went into this staining and killing and not looking at the live action of the biofilm communities. And so you really didn't understand that you had to break that biofilm in order to do the best job in getting rid of these things. So that's why when you have, say for example, recurrent sinus infections, recurrent ear infections in children, recurrent UTIs, things like that, these are all because there's a biofilm. And when the bacteria sort of erupt, from the biofilm and create an exaggeration of symptoms, suddenly you get a fever, suddenly you get pain, suddenly you get symptoms of infection, right? right? But then they're just swimming around and looking for a new place to adhere to and start a new biofilm. So then they go back into their dormant stage and this cycle just keeps repeating. So in, you know, in biopsies of surgeries of children's ear infections, 80% of them, had both yeast and bacterial biofilms. So that's why things like just hitting it with an antibiotic might not work for kids, because if you're not addressing the fungal aspect at the same time, you might not get it, and you have to break the biofilm. So the good news is that the herbal formulas and essential oils have a natural ability to break biofilms, and they do this in a multitude of ways. They stop the the congregation of the bacteria that starts the biofilm. They stop them from sticking. They break up their lipid coating. Um, They stop them from that movement or swarming motility. So there's about five different ways that the herbal medicines can prevent biofilm development and help to eradicate it. So we did studies on this actually um, with the University of Binghamton in New York. The doctor there, Claudia Marquez, she's the world's foremost researcher in biofilms. And she was so surprised when she took a look at biocidin and saw that across the board, didn't matter what yeast or bacteria she introduced, if she had a biofilm of Candida or if she had a biofilm of Pseudomonas, that the herbs were going to break it up and within a short order. And she said that was really unusual, that really there wasn't anything like that. And we saw the same result when we looked at Lyme research and Lyme biofilms. So it seems that the herbal medicine just has a real affinity for breaking these things up and um, may even help in cases where people have to use antibiotic drugs, might help them to work better because they're breaking that biofilm and then exposing those bacteria to where they can be killed. So many doctors who are treating Lyme patients will use biocidin along with whatever other drug therapies they're choosing to use.
0: Wow. I wish I would have known about this about 17 years ago because the only, that first of all, that was an excellent explanation of biofilms. I think that's really helpful. Secondly, the only explanation I got, I never heard that word biofilm is it hides. (laughs) That was it. You know, the, the, the spirochete can hide, and then that's why it's so hard to heal Lyme disease. So um, I really appreciate that explanation. So so let's move on a little bit with the biocidin. Now it not only comes in the drops, tell us the difference between uses of the drops and the liposomal biocidin. Okay, so if you think about the
1: liposomals, that's where you're you're putting the biocidin in a carrier that's taking it more directly into the bloodstream. So instead of going through the digestive tract, you're from the oral cavity, kind of sending it right into the bloodstream. So that could be useful when you've got um, disordered ecology outside of the digestive tract. So like, for example, if I had um a bad cough or something going on with my lungs, I would more likely use the liposomal because it's more it's more easily to get there if it's in the blood supply. Um, And also with Lyme disease because a lot of the pathogens in Lyme disease are intracellular in nature. And so the liposomals have a better ability to penetrate through the cell wall. And the liposomals also go more into the lymphatic system. So it's kind of carried through your system more. So that's where you want to think about the liposomal if you have like um, something that's just not GI related.
0: Okay. Let's say somebody, um, for example, has a reoccurring, um, let's say toenail fungus. Uh, Which product would they take for that?
1: So I would use the liposomal uh, biocidin internally myself, along with the GI detox. You never really want to use the biocidin without GI detox because you want to make sure you're pulling out toxins. And then you could apply the liposomal biocidin topically to the affected toes. It can take a long time um, for toenail fungus to clear, you know, six months to a year. But I think that's the same with the drug therapies as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't put like the drop right on the toenail? You could, I mean, it doesn't really matter which version of the biocide,
1: yeah. You can use any of them, but I think the liposomal is probably the most effective on skin issues. We've, we have tried it on rosacea and eczema and, um, skin infections like folliculitis and MRSA that have come up and people have reported, um, that it's been very helpful.
0: Oh, great. And, uh, I don't want to kind of skim over the GI detox because I think that's a fantastic product. Can you share a little bit more about that product? And the second half of this question is, does it, does it, have you heard or has anybody talked about it helping with toxic metals like mercury in your body? Because it is, in essence, a chelator. Right. It,
1: it is It is a binder. And we've got in there um, zeolite, which as you know, helps bind everything, right. metals, other things. We've got activated charcoal. We've got apple pectin and humic fulvic acid and um, MMST silica, which is really nice for metals. And then we have the um, aloe just to help with motility and healing the gut lining. So I would say that that the the GI detox is just a really nice one um, for in general for detoxing, and there is beginning to be some evidence that other chemicals and toxins that we get exposed to, like glyphosate or Roundup in the food supply,
0: oh, um, wow, that would might be might be able
1: to be pulled out by something like um, like the humic fulvic acid. And so you know we need to do more research on that. But it just seems to me that doing Let's say you're a healthy individual and you really don't have any issues right now. It wouldn't hurt to do a course of the BioClear program once or twice a year, just to make sure that you're staying cleaned out.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you know Dr. Don Huber. He's a professor emeritus, Purdue University, in plant pathology, and he's renowned in my world. He's talking about GMOs and glyphosate and Yes uh, he, has, he he has talked about uh fulvic acid and zeolite as um to get that he feels again he's not done a study on this but it makes sense to him that it would help with um with chelating that uh glyphosate out of the body so I love that your GI detox has some of those ingredients in it because uh, this this man is brilliant, <laughs> yeah, and I think it 's really helpful, and the
1: other thing that 's really nice about the GID talks is that just having it in your medicine cabinet if you if you ate something bad, like you know right now in California, we had a romaine lettuce problem, right. and my girlfriend and I were out to dinner last week, and she ordered a Caesar salad, and she called me up afterwards she goes i 've got diarrhea and vomiting. Are you sick and i 'm like no, and I was trying to think of well what what did I eat that she didn't eat and vice versa? And she had romaine lettuce and I had a regular organic spring mix salad.
0: And,
1: ah. and, and so, and that was before the warning came out. And of course we live right here in you know the Salinas Valley area. So no doubt the, the romaine she was eating came from here. Um, so that's probably what happened. But she said that she started taking GI detox right away and that it took it down pretty quickly and she was better by the next day. But um, having that on hand, if you eat something bad or, you just ate too much of something or you drank too much at a party. I mean, anytime you just want to absorb um, uh, something in your gut, I think it's helpful. Um, I used it on my dog one time who, um, who had gotten into something bad. And um, so, I, you know, it's, it's handy to have around.
0: Yeah. And now how does biocidin compare to colloidal silver? Has there been any testing around that?
1: Years ago, I did some testing where I ordered about six different brands of colloidal silver, um, both professional and health food store brands. And I sent the bottles to a lab and I asked them to test them on five different bacteria and fungal species along with biocidin. And what we found was is that some of the brands of colloidal silver worked pretty well, almost half as good as biocidin. Some of them, didn't kill anything, and one of them grew something out and it was contaminated. So, um, I think colloidal silver can be good. You want to use a good quality one. And, like I said, it's about in the R tests, it was about half as effective as biocidin. So, since I have biocidin, I really don't pursue using colloidal silver. Sometimes I use that ASAP gel topically mm-hmm. along with the liposomal biocidin. Like, I'll use the two of those because I just happen to have a sample of it around. Um, And, um, so I think it's good, you do have to watch out because of the metal issue and it could build up in your system.
0: Right, right.
1: So are there any contraindications with biocidin? Yes. You do not use biocidin in pregnancy, um, because many of the herbs in there are contraindicated in pregnancy. However, it is fine for breastfeeding. You just want to watch the baby's digestion, start very slowly and, and be cautious about it. Um, we found that people who took biocidin at the same time as grapefruit seed extract um, got mm-hmm. stomach irritation. And I'm not a big fan of grapefruit seed extract anyway, because what I found out from the man who brought it to the market was that they use a solvent called benzethonium chloride, which is like a surgical disinfectant. Mm. Um, and the residues of that could still be in there. And maybe that's what's killing things because we got a sample of the grapefruit seed extract that, that did not have that solvent and it didn't kill anything. So I'm actually not convinced of the efficacy of it. Um, and I think there's a lot of other herbs out there that we know work well. Um, and so I don't, I don't use it myself and I tell people don't use it at the same time as by
0: in case of stomach upset. Okay, great. And I know that you provide biocidin drops and capsules. Is there a difference? The, the drops are what goes into the capsules. And so I like
1: the drops better because you can titrate up the dose as you need. The capsules have the equivalent of five drops in them. Now, if you've already been on biocidin for a while and you're going on a trip, especially like overseas, it's really convenient to have the capsules with you and use them with meals. Like if you're in India or Mexico or some third world country where food and water quality are compromised, I think taking a biocidin with meals is a good prevention and I use GI detox between as well and the Proflora. Um, I've heard this so many times over the years where people like, I was the only one on my trip who didn't get sick because I was doing what you said. Um, The capsules are also super convenient to use as like a vaginal suppository. and, you know, people who are treating women's health have reported really good luck um, in any kind of yeast or bacterial issues as uh, using the suppository um, vaginally.
0: Oh, great. And one more thing about GI detox, because I've, I've taken it quite a bit. Um, you, uh, you really have to drink enough water with it to drink up. A- That's right. That glass of water, yeah,
1: big glass of water, you know, and an empty stomach. You want to make sure that your bowels are working and moving well. And when you're doing a cleanse like this, Carol, don't you think that people should be on a light type of diet with a lot of of vegetables and salads? Yeah,
0: liquid, liquids, uh, vegetables, nothing, no, nothing. Uh, hard you know like chips and things right drying water water. i mean even if they're organic chips you know just just watery food watery Mm -hmm. foods cucumbers yeah 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 Yeah, because you don't want to be detoxing your body and and then putting more toxins in you know what exactly and do you think that people should
1: at times if they are constipated get a colonic or take psyllium what's your hit on that?
0: yeah i i think uh either or um you know psyllium psyllium's psyllium's a good one but i don't i don't love it you know don't take it don't take it every day but absolutely um i have been taking the the gi detox i do not get constipated at all and i think also uh dr fresco that if you're eating a well-balanced whole food organic diet uh, you, shouldn't be de- you shouldn't, you know, have any problem with constipation. in the Right. Body. Some
1: people who have small intestine bacterial overgrowth or candida in their gut will have constipation from that, but the biocidin usually helps clear that out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, colonics are great too. It just, you know, depends on what people want to do. Okay, great. Well, let's move on and talk about my next favorite product, which is the dental side. Can you share a little bit about what this product is? Yeah, so I was very excited because for years people had
1: told me that when they put biocidin on their toothbrush, it was helping their gum issues. And I um, decided, wouldn't it be nice if we just put biocidin in a toothpaste and we'd have it to use like that? Well, little did I know how effective that was going to be. And I had a dentist start to do a study using the liposomal biocidin as a rinse and the, the toothpaste with biocidin in it and it reduced people's um, pocket probing depth by like 50 percent in as little as six to eight weeks. Um, the, The DNA of oral pathogens in the mouth went down from like 35 different bugs to three and then they used a microscope, a phase contrast microscope with video and you could actually see the bacterial rods and spirochetes and amoebas and all this stuff swimming around up there in somebody's pocket in their mouth and then when you applied the, the dental side to it, they were just gone. And so now the number one dental hygienist in the country, Barbara Tritz, they call her the queen of dental hygiene. You can look her up online. Um, she is just excited about this. And so she's helping me create a company where we can take the dental side products directly to consumers. Um, so that company is gonna be called Hygia and it should be launched um, early next year. And so we'll have the Hygia toothpaste and an oral solution and other things directly um, available to consumers because biocidin and, and the biocidin products are marketed mainly through health professionals and nutritionists and doctors, and they're not really available to the general public so readily. And so Hygia will make those things more radi- readily available.
0: That's great, like, you'll be able to go into a natural grocer or Whole Foods or wherever. And-
1: eventually. For, for Eventually. Yeah, we'll have it,
0: we'll have it a direct to consumer
1: online, probably as like a monthly subscription. Uh-huh. So that, and we also found an amazing Sonic toothbrush that is a much, much better and safer bet than the Sonicare one that I've been using for years. Oh, um, me too. And so I'll have to send you a sample of this new toothbrush. So we're going to have this this amazing new sonic toothbrush that has an angled head that helps you to get to the areas of your mouth that are hard to reach. And the vibration of it is much, much better than the, the Panasonic one. And then you can use the biocidin and the rinse. I like to use the oral solution, the dental side and oral solution right before and right after I floss, because that's when you're getting, Blood, right? Sometimes? Yes. And and that's when those bacteria and biofilms could be getting into your bloodstream. And now the American Heart Association is saying that 50% of cardiac events could be linked to dental bacteria. Yes. So we need to make sure that we're not letting any of those bacteria in our bloodstream. It's like leaky gut, but it's in the mouth, leaky mouth.
0: Right, leaky, leaky gums. Leaky
1: gums. So by using the dental syden, it really helps to stop the leaky gums. It it stops the puffiness. It helps reverse the um, deterioration. And really, there has not been anything else like that on the market that that works this effectively. And so oh, it was sort of an accident that I found these things. But now that I have, I really want to make them available.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm telling everybody about dental syden because I've been using it for. Um, A month to five weeks, and uh, I'm uh, have hereditary bone loss in my mouth, so my mouth has uh, been kind of a nightmare over the past several years. All my old fillings failed, and you know before we knew about mercury and all that stuff. But I started using the dental syden, and then I had an appointment with my um, my hygienist who did a deep cleaning, and she noticed. Mm -hmm. she goes, well, you, whatever you're doing, you're, and and I told her about it, and um, she was pretty impressed, so she said that um, a couple of my pockets, like you said, the number, you know, went, Mm it's a better number, and I'm not even using uh, the rinse. No, we gotta get you using the rinse, I'll have to say. I know, I know, I need to start that too, but I'm using the toothpaste, and I just think it's incredible, and it's so great to have a product and my mouth i never i never bleed anymore yeah and don't your teeth feel like like by the end of the day you used to have like a film right on your teeth but now you right. don't it doesn't develop anymore yeah that that is great so you mentioned also that you um you used the GI detox, I think, are one of your animals. Do, can you use biocide
1: on animals? Oh, yes. Um, I use it on dogs and cats and horses, and um, one vet was using it on the birds. Um, in fact, my dogs got exposed to the red tide a couple of years ago. Both of my oh. dogs, one's a Rottweiler, and one's sort of a, a miniature Weimaraner. And he um, was the one I was most worried about because he had like complete projectile blood diarrhea and vomiting and I was really worried so I took him into the vet and to get IV fluids and the vet wanted to give him flagell and I thought about it and I'm like you know we've done the testing on the biocidin and um, it it, it seems to be in the same zone of inhibition um, in the in the sensitivity cultures as the flagell is so and flagell is really quite hard on the liver. And I thought, I'm just going gonna, gonna to use the biocidin and the GI detox and the proflora for a couple of days before I, I go into, you know, using this other antibiotic. And sure enough, within two days, the dogs were completely cleared up and the vet couldn't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, and with horses, when they have a runny nose or a cough, we just put it right in their food. We also use the Olivevirex, And the Olivirex is another formula we have that's got the olive leaf extract in it and olive leaf was traditionally used as um support when there's viral issues so like you know in the winter when people start to get coughs and things that's when we like to use the olive with the biocidin and we have the biocidin in that throat spray for that
0: purpose too yeah and uh yeah we didn't talk about the the throat spray yet because i think that um yeah. I know Dr. Tom O'Brien when, again, when he was interviewing you, he, you know, so he never gets on a plane without it and share a little bit about that product.
1: Yeah. So basically the throat spray is the same formula as the biocide liquid. It's just cut with alcohol so that it'll spray, but getting it right into the throat and the glands um, really seems to help. Um, if you start to get a little sore throat or a little niggle in your throat and you get that on there, A lot of times you just will not continue to get sick. For example, last week I was in New York City. I was with my girlfriend. She had a sore throat. We were staying in the same hotel room together. We were at a conference. And then we got caught in the rain. We got chilled. Then I had to get on a plane on the way home. Sure enough, the next day I have a sore throat. So I start using the throat spray. And within 24 hours, I'm better. And I'm not, you know, succumbing to this whole thing. And um, of course, you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you know, having enough vitamin C and vitamin D in your diet and all these things in the winter and zinc. But um the throat spray really helps. And we did a study with the University of Louisiana and this was a placebo-controlled clinical trial where they had athletes that had suppressed immune markers in their saliva due to overexertion. So marathon runners, professional sports teams, players. These people suffer a lot, Olympians, um, and, and can get sick easily. And so the researchers there wanted to know would the throat spray help? And in fact, using the throat spray after exercising raised the immune markers by 66% with one dose. Wow. So I think that there's a really good reason to be using biocidin if you're exposed, if you if you're sensitive, if you're traveling, at the first sign of anything. So that's another one like the GI detox. I kind of like having that one in my medicine cabinet. I like having that one on my bedside table, in my briefcase. I have bottles here and there and everywhere because if I wake up in the middle of the night with a little you know, post-nasal drip, I'm just spraying it. And then in the morning I wake up and it's gone. So, um, and many, 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 many people have written to us over the years with that exact story. Like I used to get sick every winter and now that I use the throat spray, I'm not getting that.
0: That's excellent. Well, we live in a time where we need these products because, you know, never before have we um, been so bombarded with with chemicals and toxins and dirty air and everything. So everything
1: and the EMFs, I think, contribute. You know. Oh yeah, I'm very concerned. Yeah, the Dr. Cleanhart says that, you know, when you're exposed to EMFs from cell phones. Um, and microwave towers, you know, from cell phone towers and things like that, that the bugs tend to be stronger. And, and that our own systems are weaker. So it it kind of makes these things more um, problematic.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. uh, I, I really like Dr. Klinghart. And I've heard him say, before that if somebody comes to him uh part of his protocol is they have to reduce their emf exposure or he he tells them he can't assist them if they're not willing to really take a look at that part piece too and so yeah it's really
1: it's a good idea to make sure you don't have like those cordless phone those cordless (laughs) base stations put out a lot of emfs um and we've got also um, you know, our cell phones sometimes by the bed. So it's really important to turn those off, put them on airplane mode at night. You know, if you want to turn off your Wi-Fi router at night, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot yeah. of things you can do. And then there's those kind of paints that you can use to paint your room. If you're in an area where there's a, a cell tower or something nearby or smart meters, those yep. are another bad source of, of problems. You know, you can put this <clears throat> paint that has this metallic stuff to reflect it. Um, there's a few things you can do to create a safe sleep, sleeping zone. I think that helps your overall health. Yeah.
0: So I um, also wanted to um, share with our listeners that if they purchase uh, any of these products from uh, my website, Food Integrity Now, which yeah, I'll have a link on there to, uh, to the Biocidin website And if they purchase anything right now, they can get free shipping and they have to put in the code and I'll type this on the show page. But for the uh, people who are listening, it's F-I-N, Food Integrity Now, this is all uppercase, F-I-N, free ship and on checkout and you get free shipping, which is, is really great.
1: Yeah, so so please take advantage of that, uh, free shipping. And, um, you know, there's many nutritionists who can help you like Carol and functional medicine doctors. So yep. don't hesitate if you have a serious issue to work with a practitioner with these products.
0: Yes, and, uh, you know, I'll give my email, carol at foodintegritynow.org. If you have a question about these products or anything else, um, just email me and we can go from there. And again, we certainly live in a time where we're being bombarded with chemicals and pesticides and EMFs and radiation. So this is just really a valuable tool to have. So thank you, Dr. Fresco, um, for creating this product. And I'm just so excited that I finally know about it and um, got to listen to you also with uh, Dr. Tom O'Brien, who's another one of my favorites, um, and if you don't know who he is, I've interviewed him twice. This is for our listeners, really good interviews, um, about his book. You can fix your brain and also the, uh, autoimmune fix. So yes, very yes. Well, thank valuable. You, Carol. it's been great being on. Yeah. It's really, really great information. And we just, you know, we appreciate all the great work you do and, and thanks to all our listeners for, um, just um, being here with us today. All right. Well, until next time, Carol, have a great holiday. You have a great holiday too.